As state and local policymakers grapple with the influx of asylum seekers in New York over the last year plus, one of the recurring gripes with the federal government has been the lengthy process for issuing work authorizations to the thousands of new adults in the Empire State. While there has been some progress on this issue, with the Biden administration recently expanding the temporary protected status declaration for Venezuelans in the country, including about 40 percent of the recent arrivals in New York's shelters, according to the governor, which makes them eligible to apply for work permits immediately, there are still thousands of asylum seekers who must wait at least six months before getting work permits. In response to this dynamic, some state lawmakers, including my next guest, have proposed having the state issue work permits to asylum seekers. For more on that proposal, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Assemblymember Catalina Cruz, a Queens Democrat. Welcome back to the show, Assemblymember. Always good to be with you, Dave. So what is the problem with the current timeline for employment authorization, which isn't coming until at least 180 days after an asylum application is filed? Well, that's when they can even apply. We're, we, we have two timelines that we're talking about here. It's the timeline, once they can actually apply, you have to wait 100 uh, in 2080 days, then you have the timeline by when your document is processed and by when you actually receive your work authorization. Once you add all of those wait times, you're looking at upwards of six months, up to more than a year for a lot of people to even receive a work authorization that under the law, they're already entitled to. And what's your sense of how people are filling their time as they wait for the work authorization? Are people working under the table in cash jobs? Are they simply not working at all? What's the dynamic like? Look, Dave, you know, this is the story I know very well. As You and I have um, talked before about how I grew up undocumented. This is what our family did. When you don't have work authorization, you go and you work off the books and you are subjected often to lower wages, to the kind of work conditions that could endanger your health, often to abuse, uh, discrimination, simply because you need that check in order to feed your family, in order to put a roof over your head. And, you know, I can tell you that this is the same thing that's happening now because I visited several of these shelters throughout the last year or so. And I've spoken to many of these folks who are choosing to do work off the books, often construction, cleaning jobs, even delivery food worker jobs, because that's all they can do. So the current dynamic is a product of federal law, and we've seen some proposals at the federal level that would address the waiting period. I've seen some that would change it to 30 days after applying for asylum. What do you think is the sweet spot in terms of how long, if at all, people should have to wait for work authorization? Look, Dave, I'm going to disagree here and say that this is all due to federal inaction. We've been waiting years, if not decades, for the federal government to get it together to create the kind of immigration system that doesn't have backlogs upwards of years for many of these processes. For me, you know, I don't know that, that, that there is a sweet spot when it comes to a number, but if you already have the capacity to do what they did yesterday, which was uh, in one fell swoop, declare that almost half of the people who have come in can now get TPS, you as a federal government have the power to do a lot of things. And I would hope that we could be looking at a system that recognizes that at least 30 days is, is the most folks should be waiting because these people have to work. Think about the fact that those, some of these folks are going to also face eviction from these emergency shelters in 60 days. So you have these 
very small time frames by when these folks need to get their work permits, need to get to work, and need to be moving out of some of these uh, shelters. And so for me, it's more about ensuring that we are taking all of that into account and putting the resources needed to address, frankly, a backlog that was created by the federal government and its own uh, lack of action. Well, then thinking about state action, what is the state system of work authorizations that you're proposing with recent legislation? Yeah, so, you know, I'm, uh, I'm looking at, a, at the kind of proposal that would ensure that people who are applying or have applied to obtain asylum can then turn to the state labor department and request an employment authorization so that they can work. Um, you know, our our bill is written in a way that recognizes that this is an urgent, unprecedented matter. It's not an outright emergency. It directs the Department of Labor to create certain guidelines um, to ensure that we have uh, that we're not letting these people waste too much time. You know, we're saying within 45 days, you've got to come up with these guidelines and we have to, and, and, and we're going to have to uh, make sure that we're also funding it because what we don't want to do is end up in the same place as the federal government where we have a mandate to do something within 180 days and now you're looking at a year wait. And you're looking to stand something like this up pretty quickly after it became law, theoretically. Isn't that right? I think about yeah, 45, 45 days. days. 45 days. That still seems like a lot of confidence in uh, state bureaucracy. Well, you know, we're hoping that uh, that at a time like this, we can all put our great minds together and come up with uh, solutions fairly quickly. We've done it during other emergencies. We've, we've come up with uh, programs to support uh, folks who were impacted by IDA. We've come up with systems to support people who were impacted by COVID in fairly quickly, in quick ways. And so I think, you know, we as government cannot abdicate our responsibility to New Yorkers simply because uh, it might take a little longer than than necessary. We, we, we can find a way. White House officials have said that work permits are, quote, very clearly a federal authority. Uh, we spoke with one of your Democratic colleagues who supports state work permits, but has argued that uh, it likely is something that would be decided uh, by the courts because it is a unresolved issue. And immigration uh, attorneys have said that this is probably not something the state is authorized to do, and such a system would be struck down if it was challenged in the courts. So given that backdrop, can you explain why your proposal would be legally permissible from your perspective? So two things. Um, Part of what we're doing is being attempted in California right now. Um, They are going to start implementing their work permit program, if you will, in November. And the reasoning there is that because IRCA is uh, silent, if you will, as to uh, its applicability to the state, to state entities, that it only applies to private entities, to people, um, then therefore the state government um, can go ahead and employ these folks. They're going to do it through their U.S. US uh, system, to their university system. Um, and I think that is a very sound and valid argument. We've seen uh, the Supreme Court in the past side with decisions that where the law is silent on something, it's actually permitting that action. Um, I would argue 
that I would welcome an actual lawsuit on this issue. I think, you know, this is an unprecedented matter. We've written the law to be narrowly tailored enough. Um, It's not a permanent law. So it's an emergency action that only lasts two years. If after two years, we still need to give the federal government some support. And, you know, we we can look at it then. Um, It only applies to people who have applied for asylum or who uh, are applying for asylum. And people need to remember that these people who are are applying for asylum, uh, who have been admitted by the federal government, these are folks that the federal government already knows that they should be getting work permits. It's, a ma- it's just a matter of time, a year worth time, but it's still a matter of time. And it's been written in a way to recognize that this is unprecedented. I think you're, you're partially right, Dave. Nothing like this has been attempted before. You know, when we have a federal government that refuses to act, that is abdicating its responsibility, and we have a state government saying, we are in crisis. Let us help you do your job. If what we want to do is turn around and waste our time, and and when I say we, I mean DOJ, by suing the state for doing something they should have been doing, that's what they think it's wise to do with their money, and that's on them. But I would welcome a lawsuit because I would want the courts to decide in our favor and decide that in a bill that's written this narrowly tailored for a situation that is clearly an emergency. We want the court to side with us, with us and say this is an exception. That you mentioned that carve out in the regulations for public entities versus private entities. So why not have the state simply employ the asylum seekers in some capacity, if not all of them, at, le- at least some of them? Why not use that measure, which seems to be on stronger legal footing, at least in terms of the general consensus? Well, I think because we have a responsibility to think big. Why, why limit ourselves to, to only a partial duty here? We have a duty to get these people working. Uh, the reality also is uh, the state doesn't have infinite money. You know, I, I would argue that the federal government right now seems to be uh, in, in the business of bankrupting states because they're not giving us a hand. So if we're looking for option, optional ways to support our new neighbors, to ensure that our resources are not depleted and are being used to support them in their efforts to work in their efforts to provide for their families, in their efforts to be New Yorkers, we should be thinking big. Since migration patterns are clearly informed by government policies, whether at the state or federal level, is there any concern that your proposal, if it was enacted, would encourage not just more asylum seekers to enter the U.S., but to have more of them head toward New York? Because... Governor Hochul has argued that we're, quote-unquote, at our limit uh, in a recent CNN interview. So any concerns about that being an unintended consequence of driving up rivals? 
come now. We cannot stop people from coming here, but we can provide them with an opportunity to economically and socially strengthen our neighborhoods in New York. And, you know, we're going to have uh, an opportunity to have the Department of Labor Commissioner create regulations to make this a strict and strong bill that does exactly that. But we have seen migration trends be reactive to policies that are deemed more hospitable, like the right to shelter provision in New York State Constitution. So should we expect more people to come to New York if this became law? I don't think so. I think, you know, we have always seen people come to New York. Uh, I I think it depends more on the conditions in their country of origin uh, rather than what's happening here in New York. We're always going to be an immigrant community. Well, we've been speaking with Assemblymember Catalina Cruz. She is a Queens Democrat. Assemblymember, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And for more Capitol Press Room content, visit capitalpressroom.org or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And if you listen to us from an Apple device, make sure to leave us a rating and a review so it helps other people find the show. for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information. Join us again for Capitol Press Room, a production of WCNY Connected, Syracuse.